Insightful podcasts by informative hosts. Insights into Things, a podcast network. Welcome to Insights into Entertainment, a podcast series taking a deeper look into entertainment and media. Your hosts, Joseph and Michelle Whalen, a husband and wife team of pop culture fanatics, are exploring all things from music and movies to television and fandom. Welcome to Insights and Entertainment. This is episode 134. Busting on Bob. I'm your host, Joseph Whalen, and my stylish and fashionable co-host, Michelle Whalen. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today, dear? I am well. How are you? I am doing well as well. So today is Thursday. We are past the midpoint of the week. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> well on our way to a, a rapidly approaching weekend. Yay! Of Nothing. No, I got to rewire the media rack downstairs. Oh, yeah. Good luck to that. <laughs> that that so, was supposed to be a, a Christmas uh, was, endeavor. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long, drawn-out project. Yeah, well. Multi-stage. Yeah, yeah. We'll get, you'll get to it. <clears throat> Someday we'll get it. I got all the parts now. I think I Right. Think now good. Now you have all the parts. I, so. I'm missing, on, missing two more parts, but they'll be here by the weekend. Good luck uh, with that. But that's not what we're talking about today. Nope. Today on our Disney Detective Disney CEO Bob Chappick has a new strategy for Disney, but the fans agree. And guests show distaste for Bob Chappick at Magic Kingdom with giant signage. I can only imagine. Mm. Because, you know, we all love Bob Chappick here. (laughs) We sure do. Almost as much as uh, Ryan Johnson. That's right. In our Tales from the Edge of the Galaxy, Disney, Lucasfilm, and First join forces once again, plus Disney Plus's new Star Wars series, The Book of Boba Fett, hasn't caught on with the audience quite like The Mandalorian did. We have some statistics on that, which very revealing. Mm-hmm. Then for our entertainment news, Britney Spears fans have a new purpose, freeing Nichelle Nichols from her conservatorship. And news from this year's Golden Globes that was odd. <laughs> just just odd. Yeah. And as always, we'll finish up with our insightful picks of the week and some afterthoughts before we get to all that exciting stuff. I do want to appeal to our listening and viewing audience to subscribe to the podcast. We are listed, our audio versions are listed as insights into entertainment Our video versions of all the network's podcasts are listed as Insights into Things. You can find us on Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, etc., etc. I would also invite you to contact us. Give us your feedback. Give us your pop culture shows and uh, not tournaments, uh, conventions. (laughs) Tournaments, too, if you have. Yeah, if you have any tournaments, why not? You can email us at comments at insightsintothings.com. You can find us on Twitter at insights underscore things. 
We are on the Accursed Evil Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com slash insights into things podcast. Big fan, by the way. Yeah, I can tell. We are also on Instagram, only slightly less evil, at instagram.com slash insights into things. All part of meta. Or you can find links to all those and more on our official website at insightsintothings.com. Are we ready? Yes, we kind of are. All right. I love the confidence. <laughs> Here we go. Go for Disney Detective. So it seems that Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Chepik sent out a memo to Disney staff members on Monday that outlined three new strategic pillars for the company, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And the three pillars that he outlined were storytelling excellence, innovation, and relentless attention to the audience. What he said was, I believe our mission for this uh, year is clear. Set the stage for our second century and ensure Disney's, uh, ensure Disney's next 100 years are as successful as our first, he said. Right now, their behavior tells us and our industry that the way they want to experience entertainment is changing and changing fast thanks to technology and the pandemic. Chepik wrote, we must evolve with our audience, not work against them. And so we will put them in the center of every decision we make. Chepik also thanked employees who had worked from home offices, studios or theme parks and those working um, who had been working from the offices, the studios and the theme parks and those who were working from home while balancing child care needs. Chepik added that long term goals to provide greater flexibility, suggesting that the company could adjust its in office plans in the future. But the reaction from most Disney fans uh, mission kind of left them a little skeptical. According to Inside the Magic, for example, some said that they were offended by the focus on the audience when Disney has obviously been increasing prices all over the place. Um, and this is something there have been a couple of different articles that have come out talking about the price increases. And we're not even talking about just the theme park tickets. People now are noticing that the food prices within the parks have gone up. Now, granted, you know, maybe in some cases it's only gone up 25 cents, but for other items it's gone up $2 or $3. So, uh, you know, a Chiro was already kind of pricey at $6 and now it's $7 for a Chiro. Um, or a, a bottle of soda uh, is almost like $6 for a little, you know, <laughs> one serving where you could go and buy a two liter, you know, for the same price outside of the park. Um, so it'll be, you know, the intentions are great that he wants to put the guests first. But unfortunately, as we've been talking about for <laughs> a while now, I've, I've lost count of, you know, it, it seems like he's lost sight of the guest yeah. and the guest experience. Well, I look at I look at the three pillars. So we have storytelling excellence, innovation, and relentless attention to the audience. And I think of that third pillar and I can't help but think of like a thief, a mm, burglar. Yeah. And the first thing that they do is they case the place that they're gonna hit. <laughs> 
they they follow the victim. They they learn the victim's pattern right, so that right. they can steal their money or steal their valuables mm. and make away with get away with it. Mm. And I can't help but think that well, this is really what Chappick's talking about is relentless attention to the audience is let's figure out how we can take their money right. as pleasantly as possible and make them like us for it. Right. Because that's exactly what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. So, and I can't help but 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 look at the you know, picture that they put up on the website here and think, <laughs> wow, he looks remarkably like Kingpin. <laughs> I was going to say Lex Luthor. Or Lex Luthor. I mean, he looks like a villain. He looks like a right, superhero right. villain. Right, right. He doesn't, yeah, yeah. And and I think his actions speak volumes to support that. Yeah, yeah. That feeling, too. Anyway, let's stop busting on Bob and go to the next story to Bust, Bust on, on Bob. Bob. Yeah, so this was kind of funny. So uh, a guest showed some distaste for Bob at Magic Kingdom with uh, with a giant sign. So Walt, so while blah, blah, blah. so let's try this again. <laughs> while Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and the International Disney Parks are incredibly fun and immersive places to spend a vacation, this doesn't mean that the most magical place on earth is free from controversy. So as has been covered uh, by the Inside the Magic website uh, and many other Disney guests have, you know, talked about how passionate and, you know, they are for, uh, you know, uh, things about the attraction and products and restaurants, um, you know, that they just don't approve of. And obviously, most notably is the new Disney Genie and Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane services. As many of the guests don't want to pay uh, what it costs to use and to use these new services and they actually prefer the older ones better. So one of the most controversial things happening within Disney's company right now is obviously Bob Chepik. Uh, he took the role of chief executive officer in February of 2020, right before the entire world shut down due to COVID. And obviously many guests just don't approve of him uh, as they see him as a profit-driven, penny-pinching corporate guy rather than an imaginative and exciting visionary. While many blame Chepik for the problems Disney World and Disneyland are both facing, like the Galactic Star Cruiser and the closure of the NBA experience at Disney Springs, it is important to remember that a lot of these issues were already taking place or were developing while former Disney CEO Bob Iger was in charge. Chepik has even come out saying that he does not like being called a cost cutter and does not see himself as one. Regardless, many uh, Disney guests do not approve of him and his approach to the Disney parks. And that, as we've mentioned, they have been, you know, they have the petition to try and get rid of him. So now guests even notice a public display of disapproval at the Run Disney Marathon event that happened over this past weekend. In a tweet by Imagine Ears, a sign saying, you run Disney better than Chepik could be seen as runners were passing by down on Main Street. It's important to note that signage like this is actually prohibited at Walt Disney World and that the sign was most likely removed from a guest very quickly. Um, and, 
you know, but enough people got uh, pictures of it and then we're posting it all over the place. And obviously another controversial event taking place is in the uh, in the Disney sphere. And this is uh, what we've you know been talking about is that the Galactic Star Cruiser that, you know, it's the hotel experience that's over five thousand dollars for just two nights. So we're getting close to the the launch of that. So that'll be uh, interesting to see how how that happens. But it was kind of funny that at the marathon, um, you know, that the runners <laughs> could run Disney good, good for them. better. Good for them. You know what? Give them hell. Let that, that's, mm-hmm. that's the only way yeah. that you can make change. Absolutely. You know, you have to let Disney know that you're unsatisfied mm-hmm. with the direction that he's taken the company. Yeah. They're nosediving the company. And it's not even like they're they're taking it into uncharted territory. They're doing exactly what they did back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And why, after that abject failure of a decade, would they continue to want to go back down that path? Mm-hmm. They finally got to the point where people were coming back. They were enjoying things. They were making money hand over fist. Right. And now they're going to go back down that route because, you know, Lex they Luthor want- wants to... <laughs> Wants to run the company into the ground. That's a new name now. I mean, it's just, oh, it's a sin because you have so many people that were dedicated fans of the company that are now so turned off by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing that's really disappointing is everyone and their brother is now busting on Chappic and Disney. And I don't have much ammunition to really even get into and get worked up over on the show anymore. Because you agree with everybody I, I do. now. It's like, okay, I got an army of people out there now that I've recruited that are going to do my bidding for so me. Instead of be- <laughs> <laughs> so instead of being part of DVC, now we're part of the- The, the anti-DVC. The anti-Bob- That's right. VC or whatever. The we'll- busting Bob cartel or Yeah, something like ourselves. that. I'm sure we'll have a name soon. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll send that over to the marketing department. Let there you go. There you go. Uh, so that was all we had for our- Disney Detective for this week. Mm -hmm. We'll be back in a minute with our tales from the edge of the galaxy. For over seven years, the Second Sith Empire has been the premier community guild in the online game Star Wars The Old Republic. With hundreds of friendly and helpful active members, a weekly schedule of nightly events, annual guild meet and greets, and an active community both on the web and on Discord. The Second Sith Empire is more than your typical gaming group. We're family. Join us on the Star Forge server for nightly events such as operations, flashpoints, world boss hunts, Star Wars trivia, Guild Lottery, and much more. Visit us on the web today at www.thesecondsithempire.com. And yeah, let me push the button. I, I didn't push the button because I didn't flip the screen. And I was, oh my goodness. I was too busy patting myself on my back for my script writing to do my job. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, this week in our Tales from the Edge of the Galaxy, as soon as I find my mouse cursor here, mm-hmm. uh, I've got five, six screens here, so I, I lose it frequently. Uh, anyway, Tales from the Edge of the Galaxy, 
Disney, Lucasfilm, and First join forces once again. This comes from StarWars.com. For over three decades, First has been building a movement to introduce millions of young people to STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, preparing them for the future, developing confidence, and inspiring them to be the leaders of tomorrow. And for more than 20 of those years, Disney has been a proud sponsor of First, further providing today's youth with inspiration, access, and opportunity through STEM. This year, Disney and FIRST will continue to bring more hands-on learning opportunities and mentorship to youth, empowering them to not only think big, but to develop the skills needed to become the next generation of heroes and innovators and lifting them up as forces for good. Now, Disney, Lucasfilm, and FIRST... Are you okay there? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, you gave me a weird look. No, go. Okay. Uh, now, Disney, Lucasfilm, and First are proud to announce Build the Future, powered by Star Wars Force for Change. Build the Future will give First teams around the world an opportunity to amplify their unique stories as thinkers, innovators, and forces for good, and to demonstrate the use of their STEM skills, gracious professionalism, and global citizenship while off the field. Most impactful stories will be featured in an upcoming first multimedia campaign together with Disney and Lucasfilm. We're thrilled to be, a sh to be shining a spotlight on first students and their stories through Build the Future, said Linwin Brennan, Executive Vice President and General Manager at Lucasfilm. Our future technologists, engineers, and changemakers, today's students, hold the promise of enacting real change and creating a brighter future for all. Their creative, brown, their creative groundbreaking ideas will help our society confront increasingly complex challenges from health and hunger to climate and clean water. Chris Moore, the chief executive officer of FIRST, goes on to say, we're grateful to have innovative partners in Disney and Lucasfilm helping to grow our impact. Disney has provided our organization with invaluable financial and creative support for more than two decades. Their call for us to be forces of change, combined with our deep commitment to the first core values, has inspired our community to build a better future through innovation and inclusion in their hometowns and around the world. With Build the Future, we look forward to sharing our students' incredible ideas and stories. As a first strategic partner, Focused on reducing barriers to underrepresented, underserved youth, Disney and Lucasfilm, through the Star Wars Force for Change philanthropic initiative, provide financial support as well as mentorship and storytelling opportunities to inspire, strengthen, and diversify interest in science and technology careers. Their commitment to providing opportunity to more youth worldwide has expanded, with a new investment now reaching more regions than ever before, including Japan, Chile, Turkey, South Africa, Germany, and more. In 2021, the funding provided by Disney, with funding provided by Disney, first will be able to deliver STEM program access to more than 51,000 students in underserved and underrepresented communities. Now, this one kind of hits home for us because mm -hmm, absolutely our daughter is a avid stem student as mm -hmm. well yep 
Now, I don't think her school is part of any of the first programs at this point in time. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. But there's a number of, of different organizations out there mm-hmm. that support, you know, STEM education. Mm-hmm. And I think all of them are worthwhile mm-hmm. uh, because that's really where the future of our, our students are. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's these programs that help to not only educate the kids, but to inspire them. Mm-hmm. And as much as I bash on Disney, um, I, I can't help but, but compliment them on their support for mm-hmm. these things. Yeah, there's a, if you go to the, the website, there's a nice little video with a bunch of different Star Wars uh, actors basically talking about the program and saying, hey, you know, apply and, and you know, send your ideas and you could be, you know, one that that's picked right. for this. So it was it was nice to, to see. And, and, you know, again, because our daughter is very much a STEAM kid. Well, and it's funny because yeah. one of the things that she did, had done uh, as part of a science and engineering project uh, previously was how to apply math in careers Mm -hmm. and you had to pick, I think, was it five careers or 10 careers or something like that? Something like that. And how you would apply math to it. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was really a great way to get kids to understand that you're not just sitting in class, churning 